Welcome back, roomies. You are listening to K-Drama in Room 343. I'm your host, Si Choi, aka Christina, and today we are going to talk about episode 5 of Penthouse Season 1. If you are joining for the first time, hello. This is a podcast where I summarize in detail uh, each drama episode with my own commentary. Unfortunately, Due to some technical difficulties and issues with my camera, I will no longer be having a video portion to this podcast. Yeah. I was thinking about upgrading, but honestly, I think this way is better because it definitely takes me less time to edit and eases the burden on me since I am a one-person production. I will continue to upload the podcast on my YouTube channel though, so if you prefer listening through YouTube, you can. Just search K-Drama in Room 343 and it will be uploaded to my channel, Yuri Choi. Uh, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And those of you who are listening on our podcast platforms, welcome back. And make sure you are subscribed to our podcast and leave a 5-star rating. All right, so let's get on with the show. So episode five, um, to be honest, I watched this, I think like two weeks ago, so I don't really remember, um, but I do have my notes. So hopefully as I'm reading through the notes, I'll remember. Okay, so we left off with Suryon seeing the, uh, the affair. Yes. So um, yeah, she not only saw them making out, it was Dante and Sojin, right? They were making out in her own house. Um, but she sees this and she also had overheard them talking about Minzora's death and how they covered it up. So then she figures out everything. She falls down on the front entrance hallway. It, there are like pebbles and like a mini fountain. Um, and Dante, or I'm sorry, the devil, walks over, but no one is there. Suryon somehow escaped to a different part of the house. Um, I don't know how quickly... I mean, we already know she has supersonic speed, so not a surprise, I guess. He calls someone, but he notices that one of the door is open. So he's like calling for someone? Okay, I don't remember if he like actually called someone on his phone. But anyways, he notices that one of the doors in his house is opened and runs after Suryon, or like runs after whoever he thought it would it was. Um, but Suryon quickly gets on the elevator and she ma manages to escape. The devil comes back to Sojin and apologizes, saying that um, I think he was just too sensitive. Like, it's probably nothing. Um, he also encourages her not to worry because Minzora is dead and her phone is gone. Sojin says that she's gonna leave because she... She's like, I don't feel like it today. And she's like, I'm just, I'm tired. So she goes home. Um, at her house, she is looking through her jewelry and she looks at the ruby ring, which has Minsora's blood on it. When, um, remember, she like slapped Minsora. And so um, the ring had cut her cheek. Um, and then Dr. Ha comes in and he's like, 
where were you? And Seojin is like, uh, I was at my office. So she lied. Dr. Ha tries to talk about that night um, when Min Sora died, but she does not want to talk about it and she just leaves. Um, Dr. Ha then has like a flashback. He was at her office, but it was closed. So he knows that Seojin had lied. And then he finds the ring, um, the ruby ring with the blood stain on it. Yoon-hee is having a nightmare about her pushing min Sora down the stairs. And this was a scene that we've seen before in, I think, like, episode one or two, when she was, like, kind of stalking min Sora, And, you know, like, she was about to push her down the stairs. And Yoon-hee is just having a nightmare about that. And she wakes up, and she's very scared. And she's just, like, muttering to herself, like, oh, there's no way I killed her. There's no way. It's the next day and Suryeon prepared breakfast for Tante. Um, the devil is like, when did you get here? And Suryeon is like, oh, I got here this morning. I heard that, you know, you sent everyone away while the kids are on vacation. And I'm sorry I was taking too busy taking care of Hayden, but, you know, I felt like you deserved a nice home-cooked breakfast. Tante then tells her that Minsora had died, that she committed suicide. Suryeon is behind Tante in the kitchen area, and she went there to cut suyuk, which is like braised pork or boiled pork, and it's so good with like a lettuce wrap and kimchi and samjang. Oh my gosh, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. But anyways, she went to go and cut suyuk um, to bring him some more. She's like cutting it with a sharp skewer and a knife. Um... But the weird thing is they didn't blur out this this knife or the skewer. Is it because they're kitchen tools? But anyway, she is shaking with anger because she had asked him like, what do you mean suicide? What does that mean? Why? Why would she do that? And the devil starts just bad mouthing her about her being an orphan full of poisonous venom and basically being the scum of society. But I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, she became an orphan because of you. So you're the cause of her misfortunes. <sighs> and so like Sujan is like super angry and she's like shaking and she has like her kitchen tools. Um, but I mean, she can't do anything right now. Jenny's mom is calling Jenny on the phone in the parking garage. Um, apparently all the kids are traveling and Dr. Ha comes to the garage to say hello and just like walks past by her. Um, Jenny's mom then like hangs up and then she like chases after him and asks about the blood. She was like, I saw you that night. There is a flashback then to the party and Dr. Ha was washing off blood that was all over his hands and there was some on his face. So this was before Min Sora died. And then... Jenny's mom, or Miss King, she had walked into the bathroom drunk. He was in the men's bathroom and she had accidentally like walked in. Um, and then she, Dr. Ha just kind of like told her, oh, this is the men's bathroom. Please wake up. You know, like she was kind of drunk. She's like, oh, you're in the wrong place. But then Jenny's mom, she like remembers that she saw all the blood that he was trying to like wash off. And this was before Minsora died. So she's like, all suspicious. The flashback is over and Dr. Ha is like, what are you talking about? That's not blood. That's, that's wine. You saw incorrectly. You were pretty drunk. And then he just walks away. Jenny's mom is like, there is no way. Like, I know what I saw and that was not wine. Meanwhile, the kids are away on their trip and they're playing golf. Like, so sophisticated. 
like playing golf while you're on vacation like that's another level of sophistication that i cannot handle <laughs> anyways uh sokyong is being a brat to her caddy um she is terrible at golf and basically blames the caddy for her shot being close to the hazard like the lake or the pond i don't know they call that hazard i don't know i don't really know golf terms Anyways, Umbyar is next and she hits but misses the ball completely and she looked really nervous and Minhyuk is like, wow, you never miss a shot. What's with you? Sokyung goes next and she takes off one of her shoes and socks um, saying she will end the game and she puts her leg into the pond so that she can hit the ball because like literally the ball landed super close like, it was about to fall into the lake so because of that like she took off her shoes and sock and one one leg and she like stepped down to into the pond but then she slips because apparently a there's a film coating under the pond um, to make it slippery, I guess. I don't know. And she falls into the lake or the pond. They can stand. It's not like a deep pond. They can stand and walk because they're also really tall. But the bottom is like so slippery that Seokyeong can't get up or get out of the pond. So Seokkun goes in to drag her out. When she gets out though, she sees Min Sora's face reflected on the pond and she starts like freaking out. She gets out and she's like blaming the caddy and literally verbally abuses the caddy saying that it was her fault that the ball landed there. What? Where is the logic? Like you hit the ball. The ball is there because you freaking hit it over there. Like, what? What? Where is the logic, Seokyeong? Where? Where? And then Seokyeong is like, I'm not in the mood to play anymore. And then they all just like leave. Then starts to thunder and rain. They all run to the golf cart. And Eunbyeol is having a panic attack, saying that she wants to go home. Um, she is like, we're going to get punished for what we did to that girl. Seokyeong is like, shut up. If you bring that up one more time, I will end you. And Eunbyeol is referring to the time when they were just like group bullying her. Then the caddy comes to drive the golf cart. But there is so much wind that the cart veers off course and their cart crashes. All the girls like fall on the floor because it was like separated all the girls in one cart and the, and the guys in the other. So all the girls fall out onto the floor and they're like rolling around and the guys come rushing and Sokun is like screaming and yelling for help. Yeah, that's low key. It was kind of funny. <laughs> so Suryan is now looking at the USB that she got from the coroner uh, when they did the autopsy and it was in Anna's stomach. So when she's looking through, it is actually Anna's photo album. Um, her English name is Anna, Minsora. And she has pictures of her and Sugar. And Suryan is just crying while looking at the photos. And it's more like a diary. Like she has diary entries along with photos. So then Suryan is kind of learning about how she had lived. Okay, so there was a picture of her with her adoptive parents at the orphanage when she got adopted. So Min Sora then goes to the fancy house in America and is greeted by her adoptive parents. 
Min Sora is all excited and they even had like this huge celebration and threw her a big birthday party. They gifted her a beautiful dress and they were basically having like a backyard party for her but it's like very grand and fancy. Suryeon is crying as she is reading her diary and is basically asking like why was your adoption cancelled? Chunga Arts High School PTA meeting happens and all the moms are there including Yoon-hee. Suryeon also came and she goes to the other hair club moms and greets them and walks into the school. So it is a PTA meeting and so during this meeting they discuss Min Sora and all the rumors associated with her. Basically all the moms are bad-mouthing Min Sora. Suryeon feels very angry and wants to step up but then Yoon-hee stands up. She tells them that those rumors are not true, that Min Sora was a hard-working girl who did many part-time jobs that none of you even dare to do. She was a good girl who worked hard to live her life, and as a mother who has a child, I think it's pretty shameful to be bad-mouthing a child who recently passed. And Jenny's mom is like, aren't you the one who benefited the most by her passing? Shouldn't you be the one that's like, the most happy and all the other moms they just like chime in saying like stop being a hypocrite oh yeah yeah Yoon-hee then is in the bathroom I guess they took like a break um and Yoon-hee's in the bathroom and Sojin comes to basically taunt her like wow how does it feel coming here was it luck that your daughter made it or was it something else she's kind of like insinuating something but I mean like you should know that there's nothing to insinuate you know because you're the one who like is all wrapped up in this mess. But anyway, Yoon-hee is like, my daughter made it into the school fair and square. Seo-jin is then like, how did you get the money for the settlement so fast? Did you sell your house for your daughter? Yoon-hee is like, what are you talking about? You're the one who canceled the settlement pay. You know I don't have million ones. She walks out, basically just like thanking her for canceling the settlement. And then Seo-jin, like she immediately knows what's up. She's like, what? Um, she goes straight to Lawyer Lee, and Lawyer Lee basically just tells her the truth that Dr. Ha paid the settlement fee. Sojin then gets super angry and walks out, basically telling Lawyer Lee not to tell Dr. Ha that she knows about him paying off the settlement. Lawyer Lee then gets a phone call from his mommy, and his mom is super angry that he lost his watch. And it wasn't even his watch, it was actually his father's watch. The super expensive watch that costed 15 million wands. He lost that. But we know where it is, right? Because we saw him drop it when they were moving Min Sora's body, so. Anyways, um, Lawyer Lee and his wife basically are kneeling um, in front of his mom with their hands raised, like actually, um, you know, when little kids, when they get like reprimanded and scolded, they do, they like put their hands up and they kneel. It's pretty common in Korea to kind of punish their ch children this way. Anyways, um, so that's what they're doing, like children. Um, they're basically like begging her for mercy and they're crying and whining and his mommy is like, I'm just gonna have to take the money out of your paycheck now to pay for that watch. And the wife is like panicking because, you know, that's like not even a lot of income, um, apparently. Um, she's like, he'll find it for sure. But Lawyer Lee is like, I don't want to go there. What if a ghost comes out? But then the wife like gives him a death stare like, you're gonna find the watch. 
So at Min Sara's apartment, um, Suryeon is already there. She is looking around and she's very sad. She then hears someone coming and hides in the closet. And it's Dr. Ha and Lawyer Lee. They come in with a flashlight and they basically dig around. Dr. Ha is like, why did you have to steal that watch from your dad in the first place? Lawyer Lee is getting angry and frustrated and he starts like cursing Min Sora for being a brat and basically about like why she had to die um, in Hera Palace to begin with. Like this is all her fault. You, you didn't have to move the body like that. <laughs> Anyways, they talk about just letting the devil know in case, you know, police took it. But Lawyer Lee is like, no, like with the devil's personality, we'll all be dead if he knows. Um, Suryan then actually like makes a step in the closet, which snaps a piece of wood. And the two guys, they hear this and Lawyer Lee shines a light into the closet. It's like a wooden closet with wooden blinds. And when a part of Suryan's face shines out, Lawyer Lee mistakes her for a ghost. And the two cowards, they just like scream out, scream and run out. Suryan comes out after making sure they left and goes over to a picture that Minsora had drawn in fourth grade. And it's a drawing of her and her mom. So that was like the theme. Suryan now knows that everyone in the hair club were responsible for her death and vows to avenge her. She then sees Sugar running around um, outside the apartment. So she did become a stray, but I mean, um, Suryan recognizes her and she like picks her up and she notices that Sugar actually found the expensive pocket watch that Lawyer Lee was looking for. The next day, Hera Fountain is vandalized. There's like a blood written banner that read Minsora was murdered at the Hera Palace and it's like hanging from the fountain. All the residents come out to see and the devil tells the secretary to get the banner and get, you know, fingerprints off the banner. Then they talk in loud voices saying, it looks like someone wanted to decrease the value of the Hera Palace. Um, basically just spreading rumors that it was like a hate crime or a vicious prank, um, nothing too serious. Uh, like it's just something made up. He walks over to the kids and asks if they saw anyone suspicious around the fountain. And Jenny and Imbyar were the first to discover this vandalism, and Jenny is like, and Jenny is like, no, there wasn't anyone around. Imbyar then faints. Imbyar wakes up and she's in her bed in her room. Um, Dr. Ha is sitting by her side and he's very concerned. Um, he asks if she wants to talk to a therapist because she could have some trauma due to someone that she knows dying. Sojin is like, that's ridiculous. Unbyar doesn't need therapy. She is not weak. Okay, there's like so many wrong things here. First of all, going to therapy does not mean you're weak. And second, she could have trauma. You know, it's very, tra it's a traumatic experience knowing, you know, when you have somebody that you know that you spend time with pass away, like that could leave a traumatic imp impact. Um, and number three, she has panic attacks so frequently. So how did her parents not even notice that? Um, she's been having panic attacks since since the beginning of her introduction to this drama, right? She panicked when she was doing like a rehearsal or in the practice room with Sojin. She also had like a panic attack in um, during the admissions test. Like she has them so frequently. Like how, why are their parents just brushing that aside? Anyways, um, Sojin just like brushes this off and tells Dr. Ha to go to work. 
Um, he leaves reluctantly, but tells Eunbyeol to think about his offer. When Dr. Ha leaves, Eunbyeol tells Sojin that she heard her talking to Minsora in the boiler room, and this was about the rigged entrance exam scores. She's very worried about what will happen if people find out. Sojin quickly closes the door, and she looks very panicked. She tries to console Eunbyeol, saying that no one will know about it because Minsora is dead. Eunbyeol then tells her that she was the one who released Minsora. And then Sojin is like, what? Why did you do that? So then a flashback happens, and it's to the time when Minsora was threatening Sojin, um, and Sojin went full beast mode, and she was like choking Minsora, and Minsora like passed out, and Sojin like she got scared and she ran away, or she like left the scene. Eunbyeol is back though. Um, she grabbed a bat, like a baseball bat, I think, and was just going to smack Minsora who fainted, but you know, moment of clarity happened, and instead of hitting her, she just like hits the ground and like other things because she's mad that she Minsora knows her secret. Minsora wakes up from the noise, and Eunbyeol then holds her by the collars and yells at her that she trusted Minsora. Eunbyeol had told Minsora about how she messed up on the test in confidence. This was back when they were still friends, and Eunbyeol is like, how can you use that to blackmail my mom? Girl, look around. Do you not see the situation that she is in? She's all tied up and bleeding, like... She had no choice. And Minsora tells her that. Like, I have no choice. I have to protect myself. And I'm and she apologizes, but she's like, I, I had no choice. She then begs and cries to let her go. Um, tells her that she will give her the phone and all the evidence um that she has. And then Umbyar is like, Are you sure you're gonna give it back to me? Like for sure? And Minsora is like, Yes, I'll give it all, all up. I'm so sick and tired of this place, the adults. I'll do everything. Please just let me go. Eunbyeol then agrees and lets her go. So she was the one who cut the zip ties and set her free. But when Eunbyeol cut Minsora loose, she freaking kangaroo kicks Eunbyeol and Eunbyeol falls to the ground. Minsora makes a run for it. Eunbyeol like yells and grabs a hammer, which is like blurred out. Okay, I'm like confused why they're blurring out hammers but not kitchen tools. But anyways, um, yeah, she's like chasing Minsora. She goes after her, screaming. Um, Umbyeol throws the hammer at Minsora, but she like dodged it. And Umbyeol catches after her, but Minsora is so weak from being locked up. Um, so like she was already like kind of slow. They grab each other and they start like wrestling, but Sora breaks free and runs down the stairs. But of course, Umbyeol catches up and she's the one who pushed uh, Minsora down the stairs. So when Sora turned around and all, she looked all scared in the previous episode, she was looking up at Umbyeol. Umbyeol screamed at her to give her the phone, pushes her down, and Minsora rolls down another flight of stairs and hits the wall. The wall had like a decoration shelf and a huge rock that was on display falls down and hits her head. And she like knocks out. The flashback is over and Umbyar is crying and she's basically saying like, she died because of me. It was my fault. And Sojin tries to calm her down saying, no, it's not your fault. She died because she tripped when trying to run away. 
And Umbyeol is like, what? I thought Minsora died at Pozok Village. That's right, Umbyor. Just call the police. Somebody, somebody call the police. You know, could just. Oh my gosh. Sojin looks super surprised. She's like, uh, uh, oops. You know, like, uh, uh, uh. Umbyor is like, did she really die in Hera Palace? Is that banner true? Then Sojin tells Umbyor, you need to listen to me. Just believe what I say. Minsora died due to suicide after falling off her own apartment. Then she tells her to lie and never tell anyone what she knows and that she was never there, that she never met Minsora that day. Then tells her to forget everything about her, saying that, you know, Minsora's fate was to die anyways, so she has no fault at all. Hashtag psychopath raising a psychopath. Sojin then quickly logs into her computer to look at security tapes in her office. And she does see Minsora enter and get some files of the original scoring sheet as well as the forged one. Um, so the original, this was the scoring sheet for Unbyeol. And the original had all ones, which is like the lowest you can get, but the faked one had nines and tens. Sojin gets super angry, but is like consoling herself that the girl is dead. And she's already cremated and that no one will ever know. She then like starts bashing her computer. Like, lady, like, what's, what's that gonna do? It's called the cloud, okay? Suryeon is looking for more evidence on Minsora and her adoptive parents. She finds out the reason for Minsora's cancellation um, was due to a crime she committed. So she goes to the Hope Orphanage director and asks him why. He tells her that he doesn't know and for her to stop asking because that girl is dead anyways. And Sweden is like, wait, how do you know that? He's like, I got a call since she was in my orphanage and it's all over the news. Sweden is angry because she's like, her name was not released to the public so you shouldn't have known unless you have something or some other connection. She then like storms out. Um, they were at the golfing range. The sketchy congressman was there um, off to the side and he saw the whole encounter. And the congressman walks over to the director and he's like, was that the lady? And the director is like, yes, that's the one who keeps asking about Minsora. He's like, you didn't mention me at all, did you? And the director is like, of course not. The congressman is like, wow, hmm, this is unexpected, but I'm pretty sure I can make money off the situation. He's like sketchy F. Like, seriously, this guy. This guy. Someone needs to teach this guy. Someone needs to arrest this guy, you know? Get him deported. Well, actually, he lives in the country. Get him, like, demoted or something. Jail. Jail. Director, jail. Congressman, jail. Anyways, um, at the Cheonga Arts High School, Rona enters the classroom and Jenny just, like, calls her, Hey, wait list. And all the rest of the class bad mouths her like in a different language so she doesn't understand but rona she like doesn't back down like girl she is she is strong she's like stop showing off that you can speak in a foreign language <laughs> is that all you have just the fact that you can speak another language wow big deal she then bumps jenny out of her way and sits in her seat this one girl off to the side she's like how can you act so shamelessly if you got in by being on the wait list 
Okay, what kind of question is that? Like, what? where is the logic on that? Like, if she was on the wait list and got into the school, that doesn't mean she doesn't qualify because the wait list is ranked by their scores, right? So if one of them, even like, even if that girl, let's say, like, wasn't able to go in, then it is Rona's chance, you know? Like, she made it in fair and square. Like, Where's the logic? Like, Sokyung then walks over and basically says that it doesn't matter if she was on the waitlist or not. She's here now and we're all friends. Chingus. She whips out her hand to Rona and basically introduces herself saying, let's get along, you know? Nice to meet you. And Rona stands and shakes her hand and, and says, sure, I'm Rona. Nice to meet you too. Jenny is looking kind of confused. Sokun looks kind of amused. Like, mm, I feel like she's planning on something, but I don't know sure. I'm not sure what. Eunbyeol then says something happened. On the school website, a post was made about the real reason why Min Sora died. And attached is the audio file from the group lynching accident. And all the comments are identifying the voices so there are students you know like all the students are like identifying oh this girl is isn't that Sokuna here isn't that Sokyunga here that's Jenny who's cursing I also hear Minhyuk too so all the all the hair club kids they're basically identified and even Rona sees this video girl my advice to you Rona get the hell out of there it's a room full of devil spawns like get out save yourself Sojin is in her office. Um, they took down the post and blocked the user, but because kids have already downloaded and copied the file, it's hard to keep it from spreading. The principal is talking to her about this, and the principal lets her know that Rona's mom came, him, came to him every day begging him about an open seat for her daughter. Um, and he's just like casually saying this, like, we should have just listened to her and put her daughter on the list instead of Minsora. Sojin hears this and she like formulates a plan. Meanwhile, at the Hera Club Palace, um, the Hera Club members are having another meeting. I feel like they have meetings all the time. Like, anyways, um, the adults are freaking out about the vandalism on the fountain, as well as the school website that post with the kids audio file. Um, and they're just like bad-mouthing Minsora again. Sojin walks into the building and tells them that it might not be our kid's fault that Minsora is dead. It looks like the mother of the waitlisted kid approached Minsora and basically demanded the seat from her. Then Jenny's mom turns full 180 and she's like, Oh my gosh, how can that woman be so dirty? She threatened that sad little girl? That poor, poor child. Okay, literally two seconds ago, you were saying that this girl was trash. And now... What? These people, like, they... At least be consistent, you know? Like, Then they start bad-mouthing Yoon-hee instead. Everyone except Dr. Ha, he looks very shocked, and Suryan, she also looks very stunned. Devil is like, well, we can cover up this issue then. Suryan asks if she has proof that Yoon-hee threatened Minsora, and Sojin is like, we're gathering that evidence right now, and we also have witnessed her saying that she met up with Minsora, like back at the PTA meeting. The devil looks and gives Sojin a look, like, good job. Good job, you go girl. 
And Sojin responds by giving him a look as well, like, yeah, I got you, babe. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh. Dr. Ha doesn't believe it. He like scoffs because he knows that this, this is not true. So later that day, Congressman and the devil are talking. They have a deal. Um, and I, th I think like, I don't know what kind of deal it is, but I think it's related to real estate or something like that. Um, and so the congressman is getting money from the devil and Sudan comes into the room, bringing them tea. Um, Dante's phone rings and leaves to take the call. The congressman then starts blackmailing Sudan about Minsora, trying to get some money off her. Um, he threatens to tell the devil that she is digging around, trying to find her biological daughter. I wonder what the devil will think if he, if he finds out that you have a biological daughter. He doesn't know the story. Please, guy, congressman, psst, please, just shh, just, just, just shut up, please, just shh, you don't know, you don't, he, the devil knows, okay? The devil knows that she has a biological daughter, like... He gives her his business card and she takes it, but she crumples it in her hand and walks out. Meanwhile, the congressman, he's like, he looks very pleased with himself, like, yes, I did it. I bribed another one. Success. Money. Yes. Blackmail is my life. You know, like, he, he's looking very pleased. We're back at the Chang'e Arts High School and Yunhee is brought to the emergency parent conference. Um, Sojin walks in and she sits on the director's chair and they're having like a school board meeting with all the parents, um, but the center of all the attention is Yunhee and she's like there basically being judged. She has like a separate seat for her, like literally in front of, the, in front of an audience basically. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Then Sojin tells Yunhee that they received an anonymous letter, and Minhyuk's mom reads it to all the people there. Uh, so Minhyuk's mom is also part of the board. And in the letter, it says that Yunhee continuously begged and chased Minsora to give up her seat at the school so that her daughter can be admitted. And she did this constantly to the point where Minsora ended her life to get away. What in the freaking world? So this letter is also posted on the school website and all the kids, including Rona, sees this. Yoonhee is like, this is not true. What I heard was it's because the hair club kids, you know, the hair palace kids, they bullied her and she committed suicide. And Jenny's mom steps up saying like, that is not true. She then tells the committee that she had hinted to Yunhee about Minsora and about the orphan. Lawyer Lee then takes over. He basically treats this like a court case, um, and you know, he's using his lawyer techniques and lawyer voice and reasoning, um, which are not really reasoning, but lies. Um, anyways, he's like presenting these evidence, you know, um, falsely accusing her. He's like, so after hearing this, Yunhee came immediately to the principal's office. And the principal says that this is true and that she had demanded to look at the admissions list. And Yoonhee, girl, I don't know why she's answering. You have the right to call a lawyer. But I mean, at this point, I don't think anyone would help you. But still, you know, you don't have to answer these accusations. But Yoonhee is like, yes, I went to see, but that was just in case there was an open position. That's why I went to the principal's office just to ask. There's no fault in just asking. Lawyer Lee takes this and basically says, So you went to the one who had no power, the poor, defenseless orphan girl, 
and threatened her to give up her seat. In the classroom, all the kids are circled around Rona and they basically talk about her mom killing Minsora to put her into the school. Jenny is the one that's kind of like leading this. Um, and she also tells her that Yunhee had come to the Hera Palace the morning after Minsora died with blood on her hands. And Jenny's like, maybe she did kill Minsora and covered it up to make it a suicide. Rona pushes Jenny and she falls. And Jenny gets back up and pushes her too and basically starts beating her up. Back at Yunhee's court, court hearing, I don't know, um, they talk about how she even stalked to find out about Minsora's part-time jobs, and the owner of the meat restaurant came as a witness. Um, and this was the owner who very much mistreated Minsora, but he testified that that Yunhee came numerous times to the restaurant to harm our poor, poor Minsora. Yunhee is angry and she walks up to the man saying, What? You were the one that abused her. Sunyeon is there and she has a flashback. Um, it's not so much of a flashback for her because she was not there, but Minsora had written in her diary that it was the first time anyone ever stood up for her. And so the flashback is about when Yunhee, it's the same time when she was like kind of stalking her um, at the part-time job and she was about to kill her with the probing stick, but she came to her senses and she like walked away, right? But while she was about to walk away, Minsora had accidentally fell carrying all the heavy grill pans and she dropped some plates. The same owner man started beating her up and pushed her to the side saying that she is not going to get paid for the next three months because of all the dishes she broke. And when Minsora begs him that she needs the money because she hasn't been paid last month either, he starts cursing her out and is about to beat her. Yunhee then steps in and stands up for Minsora, and the man is like, who are you, lady? And Yunhee is like, me? I'm her parent. And basically tells Minsara, let's get out of here. You don't have to take this. You don't have to work for this piece of trash. And basically helps her up and they both leave. She walks Minsara home and apologizes for getting her fired at her job. But Minsara is like, it's okay. Um, I can always find another job. And she's just very moved that someone actually like defended her. Yunhee then gives her all the cash that's in her wallet and tells her that if she finds a good job opening, she will let her know. And in her diary, Minsora had wrote that it was the first time she has ever received kindness without anything in return. So Yunhee never even spoke about, about Rona or about giving up the seat. So then that's the flashback. Um, Yunhee is telling the parents that, yes, it's true, I went to her with bad intentions at first, but I saw how hardworking she was and how lonely, and so I felt so bad for her. I tried to help her out and even offered to find a new job for her. But then Sojin kind of twists her words like, why did you need to help out that girl even though you are not her guardian? Uh, because she's a good person? No, no, no. Let me rephrase that. Uh, because she's a human being, unlike you, Satan. She's basically saying, Sojin is basically saying like, did you do all those things to give her, to make her give up her seat at the school? And Yunhee is like, I did not. That is not the reason why. Lawyer Lee then questions her alibi, um, asking, what did you do on the night that Minsora died? And Yunhee is like, I drank. I just remember drinking and... 
when she's questioned further, she basically says that she doesn't remember. And Lawyer Lee is like, so you don't remember and you have a wound on your hand. I guess you don't remember that either. So you could have hurt that poor girl and you wouldn't have any recollection. And you, you're saying you have no alibi. Then the devil riles up the parents saying, well, now this is out of our hands. We need to call the police. And basically tells the principal to cancel Rona's admission until this matter is settled. All the parents start voting on this and everyone puts their hands up except for Suryan and Dr. Ha. And when... I guess Judge Sojin, Judge Satan, when she's about to announce the sentencing, Dr. Ha steps up. He tells everyone that Yoon-hee was with him at Hera Palace the night of Minsora's death. So that's when Yoon-hee has a flashback to the Hera Club party when she went in. She had chugged a huge bottle of champagne and she basically fell. Um, Dr. Ha sees her and drags her out of the ballroom. Um, she breaks free and recognizes Dr. Ha, and Dr. Ha is like, you need to leave before Sajin sees you or she'll throw a fit. And Yoon-hee is like, wow, are you that scared of your wife? Are you happy living here with her after dumping me? So there was a love triangle. Um, she then gets very angry at Dr. Ha and pushes him, basically tells him to move because she will not let anyone ruin her daughter and her daughter's future. When he tries to stop her, she like kicks him. <laughs> so she then storms into Sojin's office and takes the trophy, um, the trophy that, you know, Sojin sliced her neck with. She takes that trophy and starts breaking all of Sojin's photo albums and she cuts her hand in the glass. Blood is everywhere and Dr. Ha had cleaned it up and even helped her out. So then the flashback is over um, and Dr. Ha had told them, all of this had happened. Jenny's mom is like, where's the evidence? And Dr. Ha is like, it's all in the security tapes. So can we stop this witch hunt, please? Minsara's case was already ruled a suicide. Do you want to drag an innocent person to this case? Then all the parents are like, oh, okay. And then they all sit down and Yunhi finds some sort of peace. Like she's relieved. Sojin and Dr. Ha enter Sojin's office and she is super angry. Dr. Ha tells her that he stepped in because Yoon-hee was so drunk. Um, he thought that it was best if Sojin didn't see her that night. Sojin then full-on slaps him on the face um, and she's like, Is that why you gave her a million ones? She walks over and smashes a vase to the ground and she yells like, Did you not get over your first love after all these years? And she basically questions his loyalty. Uh, lady, take a good look at the mirror because you are in no position to say that, you know? Like, you have no, you're in no position to question his loyalty. Dr. Ha is like, don't jump into conclusion like that. Sojin is like, how dare you trample on my pride and dignity? And basically warns him like, you better watch yourself. Girl! Literally Satan. At Rona's home, Rona is getting treated by Yoon-hee because she was, you know, all beat up by Jenny. Yoon-hee is angry that she didn't stand up for herself and that she didn't even hit Jenny back. Rona said that she held back, be not because she couldn't fight, 
But because in case Jenny and her mom ganged up her gangs up on her, um, saying that she adulted her and have to pay the settlement fee. I mean, and J- Rona is like, you know, it didn't really hurt. She's all weak. Yuni looks very upset. On the news, the rumor and allegation of the congressman and his affair with his mistress had spread to the media. Congressman then immediately calls Yunhee and demands his money back. And Yunhee is confused. And she goes to his house. And I'm just like, why? Like, why? 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 Okay, the news is out. Why do you have to go to him? Like, I'm... I'm trying, I was trying to understand the logic of why she went into the house because she really had no reason to. Anyways, she goes to his house and rings the doorbell, but the door was unlocked and slightly open. No one answers, even though when she's like, she's like calling into the house like, hello, congressman, is anybody here? She enters all the while calling for him and doesn't find him upstairs. But when she looks down at the garden area on the first floor, she finds him dead. It looked like he fell down and hit his head. And that's the end of episode five. I hope she called the police because if she tried to make do something else, like, you know, leave her fingerprints or everything, like she's going to be in trouble. So she, you need to call the police, girl. I, she better. She better call the police. I haven't watched episode six yet, so we'll see, but I have a feeling she might not call the police. <laughs> oh. This episode was full of surprises, um, but we do, we found out who let Minsora free and it was Inbyar. Um, and Sojin had fled after choking Minsora um, when she fainted. So based on that, I think we can assume that Sojin and Inbyar did not kill Minsora. Inbyar especially because she thought for sure, like she believed that Minsora had died at Pozok village. Um, because when Sojin accidentally said that she didn't die at Hera Palace, um, Inbyar was very shocked. And I don't think she was acting. I mean, like her character, you know. It wasn't Yoon-hee who killed her because now we know what happened. Um, there, she has an alibi, which was Dr. Ha. So then who was it? But honestly, like, I was thinking about this when I was editing the previous episode. All the Hera Club members besides Suryeon were in the ballroom. Like, they were all there watching the fireworks when Minsara's body was discovered. If it was one of them, then how in the world did they beat Suryeon down the elevator? Because Suryeon saw Minsara being pushed out by someone. But if it wasn't the Hera Club members... So if it was the Hera Club members, then they would have had to, like, zoom downstairs and be in the ballroom before Minsora landed on that floor. Which doesn't really make sense. Unless her body was discovered much later, maybe 10-15 minutes after. But the sound of her crashing down was covered by the fireworks, so we know that um, she fell when the fireworks started. And that's when, you know, Suryeon, like, was in the elevator. So the only other person, so was it, so then who was it? Was it Yuni Or Eunbyeol? I don't remember seeing all the kids in the ballroom or outside. Or was it the secretary or was it the maid ordered by the devil? Oh my god, I'm so curious. I want to look at spoilers, but um, I don't want to ruin it, so 
yeah, this is torture, but I'm gonna hold myself back. I know I can make it to the end. We have like, what, 15 more episodes? Okay, I hope they reveal the killer soon because I'm so curious. I don't think, now that I'm thinking about it, like I really don't think it's any of the hair club members. I think it might be, is it Yunhee or it's like the kids? It's either Yunhee or the kids or one of the kids um, or the maid. I think it might be the maid. Maybe the maid. Anyways, um, yeah, that's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to wherever you are listening from. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And please leave a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at kdramainroom343. Although I am not really active. Um, you can also find me my personal accounts on Twitter and Instagram at yurinaze95 and on TikTok at yuri underscore Christina. Um, thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you guys next week with episode six. Thanks for listening. Bye!